Hi everyone. Yes, we are going to continue with the prayer series today and we are going to be doing what to pray for and how long you should pray for. And I'm excited to tell you that one more episode has been added and that is uh what should you do when your prayer is being answered immediately? Basically, what should you do when you're in the waiting room? That's going to be like a third episode. But for today, we're going to be doing what to pray for and how long you should pray for. But if it is getting too long, I'm going to cut it and continue with the next episode. On the next episode. So before we start, let's pray. Gracious Father, we are here once more to just study your word and we pray, Lord God, that your understanding, your knowledge, your wisdom, Lord, shall be granted to us. And we pray, Lord, that it is whatever you want us to hear, Lord, that we shall hear. Thank you, Lord, for the answer prayer. Jesus, my gracious, now I pray. Yes, so we are going to be doing what to pray for and how long should you pray for. Uh, <clears throat> this word to pray for and how long should you pray for I kind of like just kept what you pray for like intercession and you pray for anything before but then I just got led to actually study the word and see what different people prayed for in the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament and then I realized that people prayed for different things like wow taking different positions the ones that stand ones that will lift up their hands and the ones that just pray for rain and other things we get into that people pray for different things and then how long should you pray for we're going to check in um you spending hours pray without season and a couple of other things just pray that god is going to take control and i'll be dropping some bible passages we might not read them i'll just like maybe like just touch them a little and like say okay this is what this person prayed for and this is how she prayed for so i'll also become so there's some passages that i'll be combining how long you should pray for and what you should pray for and there are some that will just be what you should pray for and just some for how long you should pray for just how this is just like to have a biblical perspective and have like a biblical backing to what you should pray for so that you 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 know that what i'm saying is not just it's actually what is in the Bible and what God Himself said. So the first passage is Philippians 4, verse 6, and it is in every situation you should present your request to God. This is just I um this passage, I just feel like it goes so much with Matthew 7 7 that said, um ask and it shall be given unto you, and whoever persistently asks, receive it. That's verse 8 and i just like it person said in every situation in every situation there is not just um if everything is going bad for you or if everything is going so good for you you don't get to pick sides you don't because we all know that yes god is meant to be in every single thing we do in whatever you eat in whatever you drink in wherever you're going to in whoever you talk to in your relationship your family matters everything your marriage Training up your children and everything. God is meant to be there. God is meant to be in every situation. And if you have somebody in every situation of your life, if you have somebody steady in control of everything you do, then you will actually have to talk to him every time you're going through something or 
even if you're not going through anything whatever it is you're still going to talk to him it's like let's take for example um your parents yes your parents are in every like day okay not maybe not everything you do because like we don't tell them everything nowadays but like if your parents are like in everything you do or whatever you actually kept them in they just say in every, okay let's take the example of they're in everything you do then meaning that you will actually want to tell them when things are going well when things aren't going well like you can just pick up your phone and be like ah mommy yes class was fine today and all those things so like that is the way it applies to god in every situation you tell him whatever it is even if it is something that you're going through even if it's something that you're hurting inside or whatever it is you still tell him everything so that is just philippians 4 6 in every situation present your request unto god make your request known unto god it's for you to thank him it's for you to ask him for anything it is just tell him when things are going well when things aren't going well when um every single road is blocked when you're angry whatever it is he's just saying that in every situation you make your request known unto god you tell him everything and yes before i continue you guys can send me any message voice message yeah i think it's voice message i think it's pretty voice message you guys can tell me anything you can send any message if you want to be featured in the podcast if you have anything that you've learned if god has made something on your mind while listening to this or whatever or you want to share this money or anything just let me know just put it here and like just tell me and i'll be sure to listen to everything so i'm just going to read the full thing he said be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be known made known unto god so that's just philippians 4 6 like practically sums up sums up everything make your request known unto god with in supplication and thanksgiving whatever it is just tell him when everything is going fine for you tell him when everything isn't going fine for you let him know Moving on, we are going to go to Genesis 20 verse 17. Yes, that was just Abraham praying for Abimelech, his wife, mid servants, and for healing actually. And he got healed. And there was like an extra bonus. The thing about this part is that we don't know if Abraham, I doubt he actually prayed for childbearing. Yes, like for them. But what the Bible tells us is that he prayed for healing, and that is exactly what he got. Not even exactly, he got healing and a bonus childbearing. They gave birth. So that's just telling you the power of prayer that you can pray for anything. You can ask, we all know that yes, you can ask for forgiveness, like our Lord's prayer, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Forgive us all our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. So anything, just pray for you because there are two examples there are two people inside the bible like in the old testament that i really admire so much and that is elijah and anna why i admire elijah is that elijah didn't just elijah was a was someone that yes he knew the power of the god he was serving and he knew that yes that god was going to prove himself right there and then to those bow worshippers and that's just one thing else you can pray to god to just prove itself to use you to let his glory show forth in your life to just let it be that whenever people see you they see god you can that's also something you can pray for all these things all these 
pastors coming on stage and like god you really using them it's not just out of their power it's not out of just what they thought of but it is out of them praying to god meditating with god talking to god communicating with god exposing themselves to god and letting god know that okay my god my father you have to do this for me just show yourself let yourself be known that's there's, there's something i like there's something i do when i'm requesting for something i just like said when i'm requesting for something and i'm like okay god i know i want this thing because of this social thing but then i'm like it's just also because i want to tell people my testimony i want people to know you i want people to hear this and know that yes i have a god that exists sincerely speaking that's just a prayer maybe just just probably coming from my flesh because i don't know how god wants to do it but i'm just using the i'm just using matthew 7 that said ask and you shall receive that's what i'm doing just telling that do this thing for me so people can know you do this thing for me so people can realize that yes the god that we all say is alive is really really alive and that is why i like first kings 18 verse 36 to 37 it said and it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that elijah the prophet came near and said lord god of abraham isaac and of israel let it be known this day that thou art god in israel and that i am thy servant and that i have done all these things at thy word hear me o lord hear me that these people may know that thou art lord god and thou hast turned their hearts back again just look at that look at 37 37 said hear me o lord hear me that these people may know that thou art the lord god and that thou hast turned their hearts back again that is elijah praying for god for god to show the people that yes he is god to show the people that to just let people understand that the God is serving is a God that is alive. The God of Abraham, Isaac, Israel is a God that never sleeps nor slumbers. It's just to show the people that yes, his God is is a very, very powerful and miraculous God that listens to his people, that yes, his people, that is just waiting on his people to call on to him in whatever situation they are going through. And that is exactly what happened. Then verse 38 said, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water the water that was in the trench just look at that he said the burnt the and consumed the burnt and the wood the stones please tell me where you've seen a stone burn yeah and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench this just to tell you that you can also pray to god to show himself you can pray to god to manifest himself yes we all know that yes you can pray for healing i already talked about that in genesis 20 verse 17 you can pray for healing you can pray for whatever but then also know today if just know today that you can also pray to god to show himself to make himself to make himself known in wherever you are your family your relationships whatever your marriage just know that you can pray to god to just let himself show let him let people see him and let you can also pray that let people see him through you let his glory so shine from you that people will realize that yes this is god and mind you when this happens you should not take credit for yourself because the truth is no matter what happens god is still the one in charge god is still the one that decides to do that for you so just know that today that you can pray for anything and 
Let's look at James. Uh, before we look at James, um, let's look at First Kings. Yes, First Kings eight. Before we look at James, let's look at First Kings eight, verse twenty-two, going to thirty-four downward. Ah, this was Solomon praying to God, and if you look at this. Solomon prayed from First Kings eight twenty two. He kept on praying till uh, around sixty thereabouts. So I just want us to just keep that part in mind. We are going to talk about that. But before we talk about that. Let us go to James. Let's look at James 5 verse 13 to 18. If you look at James 5 verse 13 to 18, first part that I just discovered that part. Like I just discovered that there was something like this there. So I'm going to read it. Uh first Kings 5. I said first Kings, sorry, James 5:13. He said, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Note the first one. He said, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Now, 14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if you have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Um, 17 said, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months Eighteen now said and he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit <laughs> looking at this passage it should just look like as if elias was controlling things like he was in charge like he was the main man was the one taking control of everything he prayed that it might not rain and it did not rain for a space of three years and six months. And then he prayed again, and the, the heaven gave rain. That's the power of prayer. That's telling that you can pray for anything. Anything whatsoever. Even remember, this is the New Testament. Look at the Old Testament. The part where it's, um also prayed for um fire to come down and prayed for drought, famine. It's all over the Bible where people pray for drought, people pray for famine, that there should be water and everything. That is just what it is here, that you can also pray, that you can, this is just a testimony that you can pray for anything whatsoever. You prayed for rain not to fall, and rain did not fall. Rain did not fall. You prayed for rain not to fall, and rain. I don't know why I'm just emphasizing, but I just need you guys to understand that that he prayed for rain not to fall, and rain did not fall. And then he prayed again. Probably maybe like it was what they wanted to happen has happened. After three years, rain did not fall for three years and six months. The space of three years and six months. And then he prayed again, and I was, and this can maybe like said, okay, God, yes, 
we are done let's rainfall and everything and then rainfall that's the power of prayer that's the that you can pray for whatever it is whatever situation you're in whatever it is you're going through all you just have to do just to get in your position and pray to this god talk to this god have a conversation with him and tell him god this is it because he has is the one he, if god can pray, even jesus himself when he came to earth he was he was always praying if you go to the mountain and go and pray and everything even he even prayed to almost the last time that he was saying that um let this cup pass over him and everything that's to tell you that his life was a life of prayer he was constantly praying even seven stations of the cross one of the um words he said was um father forgive them i think someone was already on the cross yeah I think yes that father forgive them for they know what they are doing that is prayer that is like even to the last point he still prayed for something like that he still prayed that god should forgive them started that in whatever it is even when everything looks like it is not moving you're like you're so down and you have nothing else to do mind you note prayer shouldn't be your last resort prayer should be the first thing you should think of doing when you're going through something when you're going through anything even when everything seems so good the first thing you should do is to pray when you're rejoicing so much and thanking god thank you jesus you should pray you should pray never forget that you're going through something whatever it is it is everything is going so well for you everything is going bad for you the first thing you should do is prayer prayer should not be the last thing you do when everything doesn't seem to working out anymore prayer should not be the thing you should do when it seems like your strength has failed you when in the real sense you don't even have any strength because you're made um it said my grace is sufficient for you basically so that's tell you that when you're at your weakest that is when his strength is made manifest so that's telling that whatever it is you're going through prayer shouldn't be the last thing you should think of prayer shouldn't be the thing that means that like everything is not good everything, like you don't know what you are like oh it's true let me pray no no that's not the way it works prayer should be the first thing so that's telling that your prayer should your life should be a life of prayer like i said last time in first person First Thessalonians said that you should pray constantly, you should make your life a life of prayer. And that's like whatever it is, in every situation, according to Philippians, pray to God, present your request, let God know whatever it is that is going on. And if we look at First Timothy chapter 2, Timotheus, <laughs> First Timothy, okay. Uh yes, it's first year. I just like this part of the Bible. First Timothy chapter two, verse one and two, and it said, First Timothy chapter two. Yeah. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. This another thing you can pray for. You should pray for people in authority. You should pray for people your leaders were in any like anywhere you are anywhere you find yourself as far as you have a boss over you, as far as you have anybody in authority over you basically just pray for that person so we all can live a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty another thing you should know is that you should always intercede no matter what intercede even if it is for your family members as far as not for you it is still intercession 
make sure you're always interceding for one person or the other even if it's one person in your prayer two people three people just make sure you're always interceding for someone and always give thanks always thank him for what he has done always for what he, he has done is doing and what he's going to do just make sure that your life is a life of prayer that encompasses you interceding for you people you thanking him asking for forgiveness and all other things but don't forget you have to pray for people in authority so that we can all live a quiet life in godliness never forget that um now we are going to go to the Anna story that I said I like so much for what and how long to pray in first Samuel 1 verse 10 downward Anna was a woman that <laughs> lived in the Old Testament time and she could not give birth to a child and every year they always yeah, I think it was, it was a, I, I'm not sure if it was like their tradition or something, or it was just something that the family does, but I don't know about that. But then they go to the temple, like they went out of city yearly, and they sacrifice unto the Lord. And Anna's husband, well, Anna was not the only wife. He had another wife, and that was Penina. But Penina already had children, but Anna did not. If you look at Anna's story very well, you can tell that because verse 3 said, And this man went up out of the city early to worship. And when they go to worship, he, Elkanah, which is Anna's, who is Anna's husband, will, um, he gave them portions. But then unto Anna, I always give worthy portion for he loved Anna, but then she could not give birth. So look at this like just look at it if we're to be now. We've been married, I don't know how, how many years they're married for, but let's take for example, we married for the past five years. I think five years even even too much now. You've been married for like let's say three years and you did not give birth, but then you guys always you and your family members, your husband and another wife always go to the temple to offer sacrifice, like always pray to God and thank Him for everything He has done for people throughout the year. And you just see Him giving stuff to the other wife and to you. He's giving something, but it's not the same thing if He's giving to you and your child. You feel very sad, and then you've not been praying to God for this thing for like a long time, and it doesn't seem like God is answering you human mind if you don't have the help of god if you don't have god with you you're going to give up but anna anna's story is i don't know anna anna is just someone that had so much persistence like she was so persistent she she had she knew the god she was serving she knew him giving her a child is not something too hard for him to do there's something that I always think I'm like, at snap of his fingers, he can do anything he wants. At snap of his fingers, he can just be like, have money. Snap of his fingers, he can do anything he wants to do. But sometimes all God just wants to see is just how far you can go. 
how far you're willing to go in this thing and one thing i've noticed that when you're going through something and you're praying to god you're going to just you're growing at that point i might not look like you're growing but you're growing like your, your your spiritual growth is like you're growing in Christ basically. And Anna kept on praying. Anna kept on praying. Anna did not relent. Anna kept on praying till God answered her prayer. So I'm just saying today is that when you're going through something and you're like you've prayed for so long and God is not answering you, remember Anna. Just remember Anna. Just imagine another situation and you realize that sometimes i tell myself i'm like i even tell them like i know i'm not i know i'm not going through anything because people have it worse than i do but the truth is he just wants to see how he wants to build your faith he wants to build your trust in him it's not just you just printing that god help me to have faith and trust in you it's not just that but are you actually willing are you ready to just let yourself that's for another episode but we're going to talk at length about that but for now just keep at the back just just keep that back of your mind that anytime we're going through something and you're just wondering remember that from james elias prayed for rain to fall and rain fell and he prayed for rain not to fall and rain did not fall remember that elijah prayed for fire to come down from heaven and fire did and licked up the stones the dust and the water when you're praying for tonight it seems like god is not answering you remember another prayed for a child for so long and it felt like she was not going to be answered but God answered that prayer at the end of everything. So when you just think about all these things, just remember that there's nothing you can't pray for. You can pray for rain to fall. You can pray for rain not to fall. I'm not just saying that out of like all this healing, it's just rain not to fall. You can pray for anything. Kofinian said in any situation, in every situation, pray. Present your request unto God. Can pray for, you have to pray for your authorities people above you, people leading you, your church leaders, politicians, everybody. I know for the politicians it might seem a little bit hard. But just try and pray for them because the Bible said I should pray. And there's one passage, Ephesians 6 verse 18. And it's Ephesians 6 verse 18. That passage is just saying that um, she pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Pray always. Pray always and God is forever ready to listen to you. Now, um, last, for the last one, let's look at Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles verse six. Second Chronicles six, verse thirteen. 
For Solomon had made a brazen scaffold of five cubits long and five cubits broad and three cubits high and had set in the midst of the court and upon it he stood and kneeled down upon his knees before the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hand toward heaven. And Solomon prayed from Second Chronicles 6 verse 13 to Second, to Second Chronicles 7 verse 1. That was where they wrote now where Solomon had made an end of praying. Simply from 13 to 42. So, there's one thing I just quickly want to say. Me saying that these people pray for a long time does not mean that you have to. How will I put it? Uh, okay, let's put it this way. How long should you pray for? I'm not going to tell you to pray for four hours. No. I'm not going to tell you to pray for five hours. No. I'm not going to tell you to pray for. 30 minutes. No. I'm not going to tell you to pray for one minute. Yes, you can pray for one minute. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that when you're talking to someone you love so much, how many hours do you spend talking to them? How many minutes do you spend talking to them? How many seconds do you spend with them? Just think about that. When you're talking to someone you love so much, how many minutes do you spend talking to them? How many minutes do you spend in there with them, even just staying with them? And like I said last time, I said prayer isn't just communicating with it's exposing yourself to your maker. So many minutes will you take you to expose yourself to the person that created you and loves you so much despite everything you've ever done? So when you've when you've answered that question of how many minutes do you talk to someone you love so much, how many minutes do you do you spend gisting with your friend, exposing yourself, te- exposing yourself, telling your friend that uh, see this is what I did, blah 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 blah. How many minutes do you spend when you've answered that question? Then you'll be able to answer how long should you pray for. And you should know that you should pray without season. Because Jesus himself prayed always. Jesus himself talked to the Father always. So, uh, like I said earlier, you guys can drop any message, whatever it is. Just let me know. And I'll be sure to listen to them. Thank you very much. God bless us.